Hey y'all, hey, it's Saved and Sassy, my name's Cassie, and welcome to my podcast. Y'all, it has been a work to try to get this thing on here, but I'm so excited that you decided to join me again. Um, If you are new here, um, this is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and Jesus, <laughs> life, love, and Jesus, and how to apply um, biblical principles to everyday life. So I hope you stay tuned. Let's get ready to rock. So for today's Working Woman, I want to recognize Ayanna Parker. Ayanna Parker can be found on Facebook as Leanne Parker. She is a self-taught makeup artist, and she came up with her very own cosmetic line. And I like to support young people in the city, if you don't know anything about me, because oftentimes it's hard to find people who um, not only just have dreams, but chase after them her simply because she's 20 she's young and she has ambition and not only does she have the ambition she has the drive to follow through with it so many times we come across young people who have great ideas but don't really have the tenacity to go behind it and push it through and she does and honestly because she's a bomb makeup artist she's amazing she did all my um birthday photos um she did a couple of my events she's just amazing and i can't wait for her launch party so please check out miss leanne parker on facebook and follow her line to tim <sighs> by ayana And um, for businesses, I want to give a shout out to Krispies. Um, Krispies is a local restaurant in um, the 413. And they have been here maybe just making a year by the summer. And what they did um, was really um, special to me because I seen a post that said that, you know, there's a Nipsey hustle in every city. You just don't support him. Um, and I kind of was like, all right, you're stretching it. But Krispies like I said, has only been here just about a year. It'll be a year in the summer and they have already get done a give back to the community. They had a huge cookout where they sold their, well, they didn't sell, I'm sorry. They gave for free chicken wings, burgers, hot dogs, fish, um, potato salad, three types of wings. Like he just really promoted his business, but he gave back to the community. And I was just thinking about all the businesses that we give our money to in this community. And yet nobody has given back and them without even making their year made sure that they want to appreciate not only their customers, but their city and the community that supported them. So I want to give a shout out to Krispies. So if I have my last dollar before I go to Fusong, I'm going to Krispies. Okay. They have the best fried fish. Um, besides your grandma's okay I'm telling you the food is on point so I want to give a shout out to them okay so on Facebook I gave you guys um, an opportunity to tell me what things we should talk about and I had a couple of good ones um, that I'll just be spreading out throughout the weeks but today I want to talk about friendships so let's get started so today's topic um, of course is um, like I said friendships but the subtopic is going to be level up Okay, so let's get into it. So it was really hard for me to try to um, come up with this topic because, um, I'm, of course, I want to be um, biblically sound and, you know, um, you know, just fair because in my flesh, it's easy to give you five pointers of what a good friend should be. You know, they should be loyal. You know, they should um, be able to, you know, have your back at all times. They should be able to invest in you. You know, they should never talk about you. They should never backbite. You know, they. I just have a list of things that I should say, which would be valid. But if our representation and our motto is always Christ, we have to see how Christ was a friend to his disciples. So, um, 
I think that's where I'm going to go with this. So the scripture that I'm standing on is uh, Proverbs 17 and 17, which says a friend loves and I'm sorry, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. So there already you can see that there's two levels of friendships. You got friends and you got friends that you induct into your family where you call, you know, that's my bro. That's my sis. So um, we'll get deeper into that. But I think that there are some pillars that you should recognize in anybody's friendship, which is, you know, they have to be discerning. And they should hold you into accountability. If you are ever in a group of friends where nobody holds you accountable for your actions, um, they're not your friends. If your friend sees you going left and they don't tell you, sis, you lean into the left, you need to come over to the right. They're not your friend because scripturally it says, uh, how can two, um, how can the blind lead the blind? And there's another scripture that says something like, um, if once somebody goes astray and nobody pulls them back, then what is a pity for them both? So my thing is like, if you can't bring your friends into alignment, then honey, that's those aren't your friends it's time for you to switch up it's time for you to grow out of that um friends should also be balanced balanced in the sense of you're not always pouring out i believe that there is a season and where you should be pouring out to your friends um for example we have jesus who was pouring out to his disciples because he was training them but when he was able to leave them and you know go to heaven um he had strong disciples to spread the gospel. So, and also they were able to minister to him because the same way when he asked, who do men say that I am? Um, they said, you know, you are this, um, the prophet, you know, they gave all these other things. And then he said, but who do you say that I am? And, um, John was able to say that, I'm sorry, not John. I think it was Peter was, uh, um, to say thou art the Christ. He was able to pour back into Jesus, what he had already been teaching them. So you need to have a balance where you're not always giving and pouring out and being drained spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally in any way or, um, facet of your life where you're pouring 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 but nobody's able to pour into you now when I was immature in this thought I always would say like I'm always the girl picking up the tabs I'm always the one finding out how to get groceries in the house like and and I'm not saying that for no clout because my thing is, is if my friends don't have then I don't have I will go without before I let my friends go without so, but I've gotten to that point where I was just kind of like, I'm always giving. Wendy's heifers ever going to get back, okay? <laughs> why am I always buying meals? Why am I always putting gas in cars? Like, why am I always doing this stuff? And first of all, that's the wrong attitude to have. You always give without this, without um, anticipating it to be returned to you. So that's why you give from your overflow. You don't give from your necessity. And that's something that we have to learn as a culture, but as human beings, totally. If you have $350 to pay for your rent and your best friend says, yo, I need to borrow $50. Can you hit me $50 and I'll give it back to you Friday? And you know for a fact that you only had $350 to pay your rent. You say no. <laughs> Why? Because they might not give it back and you'll be stuck. So you always get from your overflow. Does that make sense? So you, all your necessities are met. You get from your overflow. Um balanced in that sense that um you know like I said you're able to pour into each other mentally physically um well not physically but you know what I mean like you're able to be balanced especially with your time um you know again when I was immature in this thought of friendship I was like you don't spend time with me you don't call me you don't but the reality of it is is yes you need to cultivate a relationship absolutely but we're grown people have dreams people have ambitions people you know 
go through depression. People get in tough spots. So before you go hollering and screaming about, you know, you're not a good friend, maybe you should hit them knees first to see and discern what they really need. Do you pray for your friends? Do your friends pray for you? I mean, we always talk about, you know, I got a hitter in my click. You know, I got somebody that's ready to fight. And don't get it twisted. You should always have somebody that's always ready to pop off because they balance the group out. Because I'm more of a peacekeeper. But I got friends that be like, swing. <coughs> What's up? Swing. Now nah, I can't. We ain't doing all that talking. Swing. Let's get it. But at the same time that you can fight in the physical, can your friends fight for you spiritually? If you're getting married and you know you're going through a hard time in your marriage, are your friends people that will be like, yeah, he ain't nothing. Leave him. Leave him. To make sure that you feel like you're secure in your friendships and then be like, but we not really leaving him because we love him. And that, you know, what God put together to let no man tear asunder. And um, we love him. And this is why, you know, we love him and X, Y, and Z. Like, are they supporting you? Are they there for you? You know what I mean? Those are the type of friendships that you need to have in your life. Do they have boundaries? Do you find yourself always compromising and them taking over your life? No, you have to have boundaries. You have to be able to be able to receive criticism and rebuke. Sometimes you're not right. Sometimes the whole time that we pointing at somebody else about how bad they are at the friendship that you need to sit down and reflect and see what kind of friend you are not everybody is strong in the same areas we weren't all raised the same I am huge on communication and I express communication now there's a difference between somebody disrespecting your request like I know in a certain friendship that I said look boo x y and z that you do it, it bothers me I don't like it I feel like we should be you know beyond this point you know I just don't like it. And I brought it to their attention and they continued to do what they wanted to do. And I was like, okay. And I just knew what to expect from them, but I didn't hold them to the same level of friendship that I had before. Communication is necessary. Communication is necessary. If you feel like you're being disrespected, you need to be able to communicate. And sometimes it comes off real rah-rah. Don't get it twisted because we're all human. But you also have to take that time to take a step away and be like, yo, this offends me. But get to the root of why it offends me. When you do X, Y, and Z, it makes me feel like... Because society tells us that we're too old to train people how to treat us. Or we're too old to be trying telling people how to be good friends. But the fact of the matter is that we all come from different walks of life. My family was very harsh with the tongue. So I come off very abrasive and brash to people who don't know me. But then when you get to know me, it's kind of like, oh, no, that's just her. She loves you. This is just how she shows her love. But that doesn't necessarily make it okay. Because the Bible says, if you need a friend, you need to show yourself friendly you know so that's what I'm saying like you have to find that perfect balance are your friends do they hold you accountable are they supportive do they pray for you are they balanced in the sense of you're not always pouring out can they recognize when they're wrong and apologize if your right hand of friends thy brethren cut it off (laughs) scripture can they apologize can they recognize they're wrong or do they have that thing where they just don't talk to you for a while or they just do something nice like, oh, I'll just buy you dinner. Oh, hey, you up, you all right? If you don't confront those issues, trust me, those little incidents where y'all bugged out, they build up and don't nobody want to deal with that when it's a mile high. Knock stuff out at the root. If you have an issue, go to your brother and sister and you tell them. 
If you have an ought against them, you tell them. Now, I'm not saying every little thing because some things honestly are just petty. You have to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You gotta... I don't know the rest words, but you know what I mean? You have to pick your battles. But if you know that it's going to be a struggle for you, if you know that this is going to be the building of something greater, you need to communicate that. Know when to let go. You can grow distant in friendships. There are some friendships that you are just holding on to because you've been friends for a long time and because you feel like you have a line of loyalty to them. It's okay to not be friends with people it's okay that your friendships are drifting if you make out you know a point to tell your friend like yo I feel like we're drifting I feel like we're not connecting I don't know if we're friends anymore like where are we at and they kind of say you know honestly like my life is just taking a different turn and I just don't we're just not connected anymore it's okay to dismantle that friendship and guess what not be mad <laughs> you don't have to be angry you don't have to badmouth that person you can just agree to to walk away from each other and not be upset can you recognize if your friend just has a bad heart or if they're having a bad moment judas jesus had 12 disciples judas as we all know is the one that betrayed him judas had a bad heart peter who denied him three times had a bad moment are you throwing people away because society tells you automatically they're canceled cut them off keep it moving we not arguing we ain't fighting for nothing we saying okay and keeping it pushing but first of all that's not biblically sound because you need community you need people but second of all that's not how christ does us we are to be like christ we are to treat people with the love of christ so yeah you gotta you got some stuff you gotta you know you gotta bite down and you gotta bear you got to recognize your friends. Now, everybody does not need to be around your clique. And you'll learn that as you grow because you'll start seeing God um, shift you into different arenas. When your your ideas grow, um, your, your circle tends to switch over simply because um, you want to be around like-minded people. If you're the only one in your group striving, you're going to find that draining because nobody's going to meet you at the intellectual point that you need. And sometimes it might come off as um, like you're being too ambitious so people might feel like you're looking down on them or they might find themselves getting jealous and saying real off-handed awkward stuff and you're just like honestly I'm good you have to be able to recognize if people have a bad heart or they're just having bad moments are they just wilding out but you know that they have their best your best interests at heart because we all have moments we all have times where we're just like yo really I'm off this I'm good but what I'm saying is don't throw away a whole friendship over one moment. And when you look at it and people are like, well, it wasn't just one time. Peter denied Jesus three times. Okay. Aren't you, wasn't you Peter? What, ain't you the one that was with Jesus? Nah, bro. I don't know what you talk about. Nah, that was him. That was him. I know he was with him. I know he was. He cut off that soldier's ear. Nah, bro. I don't know what you talk about. Get about my face. I told you I don't know that man. I don't know nobody Jesus. J- Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. The one that he was chilling with for three whole years. That Jesus denied him three times in his darkest time. Jesus was getting ready to be hung up on that cross. His darkest moments. He turned his back on him. But he had a tough moment. Recognize that. 
in people and ask God for the discernment to see that in people. Because the reality of it is, is that whenever you're going to progress, God sends it through a relationship. Some relationships are sent from hell to distract you, but others are to either shift you, mold you, or to elevate you. So discern it. Recognize people where they are. You can't expect diamonds out of coal unless you applying some pressure. You have to meet people where they are. You can educate them, but you can't be mad for them being where they are. Does that make sense? Like if you're around people who are who are used to scheming and scamming and they have no desire to turn that into a business mindset where they can go higher or where they can use that scheme and scam and stuff to do something else to be a great salesperson and they have no desire to do that. You meet them where they are. Stop condemning people. Stop throwing people away. Stop degrading them and talking about them. Meet them where they are and either you take it or you leave it. Stop throwing people away. People are not disposable. Society tells you that they are. But if you're a real friend, you carry them. Do you carry your friends? Just like in relationships, we always said that should be 50-50. Sometimes my friendships is 80-20. You know, I have um, this thing where I do, I carry a lot of my friends. And, and it does get draining. And sometimes it can cause a little rift in our um, friendships. Because I don't want to feel like I'm your mom. I want to feel like I'm your friend. But that's when I have that conversation. Like, I feel like I'm doing way too much. But there was a season where, like, I was depleted. I didn't have nothing to give. Like, I didn't have no story time. I didn't have no biblical scriptures. I didn't have no Bible study lessons. All I was like, no, y'all niggas got to pray. Oh, jeez, I did it again. Y'all, <laughs> y'all Negroes got to pray for me. Because my um, sister was going through in her pregnancy. And that was, I was pushing faith out on that. And then my dad got sick. And then I started coming down with stuff like I was just at a point where I was like, God, I have nothing to give these people. And my friends was able to pray me through. Can your friends carry you? Can your friends cover you? Can they cover you in your deepest, darkest times? Are they able to see you naked? Are they able to see you beyond the facade that you have to put on for other people? And, And they still be able to trust you in your stuff, but also you're able to trust them to cover you in it. Not everybody is equipped to handle your vulnerabilities. And as you grow up, as you begin to succeed, as you begin to strive for different things, you're going to see people change. And that's okay because we're all evolving. We're all shifting. And sometimes you just realize that the team that you thought would be down for you always isn't. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is that this is a way of life. You're shifting, you're molding, you're moving. And as you continue to be obedient to what God has on your life, you'll be able to open up the doors for people to come in and out of your life. And it won't be hurtful. You know, sometimes we break up with friendships and we just feel like it's the end of the world when really we've been asking God to shift us. And sometimes the people that are around us can't shift with us. So... I just want to rehash because we're running a little bit over time. I'm sorry. I'll probably do a part two um, if needed. But I think we pretty much cleared all the bases. Um, So let's just rehash. So your friends should always be supportive of your goals and dreams. If you always have a Debbie Downer, um, you need to check that. 
um, you know, there's a difference between being a Debbie Downer and being critical or being the one to think of the things that you can't think of. So like I said, that whole one person can be a broad um, visionary and the other person can be interested in detail. So like, okay, so you want to do, you know, an ice cream party. Okay, but sis, we're in January. <laughs> you know, you might not get a lot of people. That's somebody that's critical. That's not somebody that's a Debbie Downer. Not saying that your dreams and your goals suck. <laughs> Excuse me. Your friends should be able to have the spirit of discernment to be able to say, I don't think this is the season for that, or maybe you should try this way or, you know, X, Y, and Z. They should always be able to hold you accountable. If you can't be accountable to your closest friends, then there is something wrong. There is something wrong in that picture. Friends that will not just fight for you physically, because if it goes down, it goes down. But people who will war for you in the spirit, people that will pray you through, people that will be there at your deepest and darkest hours. I don't think that we credit people who were there when we couldn't find ourselves enough. I had a time in my life where honestly, I didn't know if I was coming or going out, but I had somebody who was unexpected come into my life and was like, yo, you're going to get through this. Get up from this pit. Like, we're not about to stay in Lodi Bar. Come on up. There's a place for you at the King's Palace. Like, you have to have people who see you in your darkest moments and see through the facade and see through the smiles and see through, you know your work face and be able to say no there's something wrong I feel it in my heart I feel it in my spirit friends that have discernment and hope that um will hold you accountable friends that will not just fight for you but that will pray for you friends that are balanced that aren't jealous that you know can acknowledge that we have lives so we might not talk every day but I still have your back friends that are loyal friends that will you know shut down conversations that are going on about you that you're not aware of not just listen in those are good friends, friends that can recognize their wrongs and apologize, friends that know that it's not always important to be right, but it's important to salvage a relationship or a friendship. Sometimes you have to surrender your right to be right. I know that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes, but that's what we do. Um, you have to be able to recognize that it's okay to let go of friendships and not be upset and just be at peace with them. You have to recognize the heart of people and see if they're having a bad moment or there's just a bad seed. Some people just are bound in some areas and they were never able to grow from that. It's like arrested development. Sometimes you could work with that and sometimes it's like, nah, that's in your core. That's in something that you need to seek God for and I'm not the one, okay? Recognize bad moments, bad heart, effective communication. Yo, Cass, honestly, I don't like how you spoke to me. Cass, honestly, I don't like how you're moving. Cass, honestly, I'm not secure in this friendship. Communication. Not nobody that just assumes and keeps it pushing. Not nobody that's going to talk about you. No, communicate recognizing people where they are you have to recognize some people's mindsets just aren't going to shift don't frustrate yourself don't push it like you like you constipated on the toilet you don't need to push nothing you work for stuff you know you fight for things there are some friendships that you fight for but sis sometimes you just got to recognize where people are stop throwing people away <laughs> stop throwing people away why because people are not dispensable there are some situations where god will allow you to be like nah cut ties that's not good for you because if it becomes a um poisonous to your destiny and to your promise if it just becomes a headache where it's making you sick or like it doesn't bring you no joy you know cut people 
I understand that. But society tells us that like you mess up one time, I'm good on you. Keep it pushing. But what if God was like that with us? Jesus is sitting on the mercy seat for us by the minute, sometimes by the second, because some of us know that we is a mess. You can't be like that and say that you're Christ-like. You can't carry the name of Christ and just have the the ways of this world. The Bible says that we are in this world, but we are not of this world, which means that we do the things that don't make sense. We love the unlovable because Christ loved the unlovable in us. This is how we have to move. And sometimes you have to recognize that you are the sucky friend. I had a moment in my life where I was just like, God, I don't want no more friends. I'm tired of people doing me wrong. And it honestly, it wasn't until my friend Shiana sent me a message about friendships where I began to recognize that maybe I wasn't the best friend. And you know what I also learned the other day? I was thinking about this at work. Like, if you've always had friends that are talking about you or you feel like you're always in the midst of some gossip or you feel like, you know, people are always stabbing you in the back, honestly, to a certain extent, you might want to check the seeds that you're planting. Okay, whatever a man soweth, he shall reap. Okay, check what you're doing. Maybe in your lifetime, you were that person. Maybe God is putting you in a situation so that you can have mercy towards others because you recognize yourself. Check your seed. Okay, check your ground. We have very fertile seasons in this year. Check what you're planting and see if it's coming back. Okay, let your friends be honest with you. Proverbs 27 and 6 says wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiple kisses. That means your friends should be able to tell you the truth, whether it hurts your feelings or not, because it's telling you in love. Your enemies will always want to kiss you behind. Your enemies will always want to give you sweet words because they want to see you fail. There's nothing worse than being in a group of friends and nobody can tell you, sis, you're off. There's nothing worse than you showing your whole tail thinking that you're right and all your friends is watching, watching, looking at you or in their hearts murmuring about you and not telling you about you. See, let me tell you, I have a friend. She's my work mom. Um, and our story is actually very interesting because I met her sister, uh, many years ago. Um, she was at my house one time and I just had, they're just a funny group. I don't understand. (laughs) We just ended up becoming, um, friends through work. And then, um, she left my area and her sister came in and me and her sister are tight too. So I'm just telling you, God is funny when it comes to friendships. Always keep track of how you connect with people because you never know if they're going to be, um, uh, instrumental in your future and she actually helped me out by going um, helping me out by lend, giving me a loan that allowed me to go to school you know x y and z but I'm trying to get back on track I'm sorry so yes I have a work mom right she don't play no games she don't play no games if she sees like I'm slacking or she feels some type of way she's like no I'm your friend so I'm going to tell you sis if my whole wig be slid back sis will come back come up to me and she's tall woman's like six seven she comes back to me she'll pull my wig up to the front sis you out here slipping we're not gonna let you out here slipping or i had the roughest week in my life i'm about to get close to tears i'm sorry the roughest week in my life and it seemed like everybody else around me couldn't see that i was really struggling but i was just like I don't know what I'm going to do. I was like internally on the brink of like mental, not mental illness, but like a mental break. I was just like, God, I don't know what you want. <laughs> I don't know what else you want from me because like this is just too much. And um, she brought me a bouquet of flowers and a cup of ice. And those of you who know me know I love ice and was just like, you know, Cass, it's going to be okay. 
that meant the world to me. You got to have friends that will tell you the truth. Friends that say that I see you and it's going to be okay. I got you. Those are the staples of a friend. What better friend than a man that will lay down his life? I mean, come on. (laughs) Are you willing to sacrifice for your friend? Are you willing to lay it down for your friend? Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to give of yourself? A lot of times we move in friendship because it's convenient. But are you still a friend when it inconveniences you? It'll teach you how to love, especially if you're called to ministry. And if you are a follower of Christ, you are called to ministry in some way or form because the greatest commission on us all is to connect people to Christ. People have issues. It's not just, oh, you're saved and you're done. No, you have to work to get some of this stuff off of you. You know what I mean? Like we're born again immediately. You know, the you know salvation takes place immediately, but deliverance takes a process. You have to unlearn the customs of this world and come into kingdom mindset. Are you willing to be that patient person some of my greatest success stories as far as getting people closer to Christ and you know them living their own um their relationship with Christ and things like that is that I stuck with them long term I had a friend for almost a year and a half never stepped foot in my church but she was my friend came home with me every single day I used to work at the local college and she would meet me about eight nine o'clock she came to to my job so often we gave her a job of wiping down the table so I didn't have to do it at night and she would come home with me and I wasn't I wasn't I was younger then I wasn't preaching I wasn't you know shoving the gospel down her throat I was showing the love of Christ and she made the decision to come and now she's in church and she's serving on different ministries are you willing To be that friend, to be there for the long call that says, I see the ugly, I see the good, I see the bad, I see the, you know, the things that you don't want to see about yourself. And I'm going to be the mirror for you so that you can clean yourself up, even when it hurts, because sometimes friendship hurts. Now, I'm not saying go through some, you know, irrecognizable hurt. I'm not saying to do stuff just because, you know, God is just, you know, well, not even God, because I believe that he assigns people to you. I'm not saying to be stupid. But if you know that you know that this person is called to you, if you know that you know that this is a friendship worth fighting, are you willing to put in the work? You got to level up. And that's not just your friends. You have to level up your intensity of friendship. What kind of friend are you? When's the last time you did a self-evaluation with your friends? When's the last time you did a, hey, mental health check? Hey, I want to take us out to dinner. Hey, let's hang out. Hey... You know, I'm not feeling too good, but I need y'all. I need your space. I need your energy. Like, when's the last time you did that? Not rising the financial position to say, hey, like, I got all the money. Let's go out. But no, come over. I can make a pot of spaghetti. Let's spend some quality time. Where are you in your goals? Where are you on your grand scheme of things? In five years, where do you see yourself? How can I help you achieve your goals? Are you willing to avail yourself for your friends? So as I leave this note in this podcast, I want to remind you that leveling up is not just about switching the people around you. It's about switching up yourself. It's about bettering yourself. It's about taking a great look at yourself in the mirror and saying, I need to be better. There's a saying that says that you attract what you are. 
what are you attracting? And if it's people that you think are like, uh, God, I don't know how they're here. How can you help them? There, I have tons of friends that people typically would be like, I don't know how you're their friend. They're not, you know, they don't reflect anything like you, but that's the point. This, the, the, the well don't need the healthy. Don't need no doctor. The sick do is Christ shining out through me enough to attract those people so that they can see that there can be a change. There is a different way. I don't preach and minister to people in the sense of like shoving Bible scriptures down people's throat. But I try to show the love of Christ. I try to show his attributes. Why? Because he's in me. He's in me. And I want to make sure that people are able to see that so that they can choose to have him in them. All right, guys, this is going to be the end of this podcast. I thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Let's just go into prayer. Um, Dear gracious father, God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your um, mercy. We thank you for your commitment to us. We thank you that you call us a friend. So father God, we're asking you to look upon each and every single person that is listening to this podcast that has a desire to level up, that has a desire to be a better friend. God, who just finds themselves transitioning. I ask you, oh God, to soften their heart. I come against the spirit of bitterness and strife and backbiting. Those, oh God, who have been hurt. I ask you to send your healing um, power, oh God. I ask you to send your healing virtue to them oh god i ask you to mend them oh god everywhere that they hurt father god i ask you oh god to continue to empower us oh god to be able to teach one oh god to be able to reach one another oh god to be able god to cover one another in prayer oh god to not just be caught up god on these physical issues oh god but to be really discerning in the spirit realm help us oh god to be greater friends than we ought to be help us oh god to see the needs god just as you have saw our needs oh god and we thank you we thank you for the people that you're sending into our lives help us oh god to appreciate them and to acknowledge them to let them know how much they mean to us because we don't want our friends to go away not feeling honored to go home feeling like they're worthless to go home feeling like they're not making an impact help us oh god to be appreciative oh god and to be vocal about how much we love the people in our lives oh god help us oh god to recognize the bad seeds oh god help us oh god to recognize oh god if there are people who have bad hearts and have bad moments we ask you to remove everybody in our circle god that has come to destroy us every agent oh god that is from the enemy every witch and every warlock god every spell every curse oh god that people are speaking over us god we cast it down in the name of jesus oh god and we plead the blood of jesus over each and every person that comes into contact with us we thank you because we know that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think we thank you because we know that you are the way maker we thank you oh god because we know you are the one that holds us all in your hands so god you are awesome oh god and you are worthy to be esteemed we give you praise we give you glory in jesus name we pray amen all right guys tune in next week bye bye